Yeah, the word is physical. <laughs> All right, here we go. Three, two, one. Uh, physical. I've been in physical therapy. That's right. Because I'm old and broken. It's helping though, right? It is, yeah. It's it's one of those things. It's a neck and like upper back injury. So it's one of those things of like, it feels fixed until maybe it's not. Like it, what used to happen is it would just all of a sudden, you know, like pinch or something. And then I was in immense pain. So it's hard to tell. Lovely. Uh, shut up for one second. Hey, welcome to the Overtalking Podcast with your host, Kevin and CJ. Say hi, CJ. Hi, CJ. Stop your griping. Uh, uh, this is the show where we talk over TV shows and movies, typically chosen by our guests, but it's just the boys this week. And we're talking about, uh, well, I mean, I bet a bunch of these guys probably got similar injuries. Uh, we're talking about Physical 100. Available now on Netflix. The Netflix uh, South Korean reality show about uh, very physical people doing challenges and shit. I don't know. It's, it's cool. Check it out. What we're going to talk about it. Some hot jacked people. Some hot jacked Koreans. Uh, and uh, you know what? It's supposed to be global, even though yeah. 95% of them are Korean. But, yeah. There's uh, two Americans, one American. <laughs> I think just one. I don't yeah. know. We'll get into that in a second. But since it's just the boys, let's just, let's just shoot the shit. How's it going? It's going all right. Doing? Uh, yeah. I want to talk about stuff I've been watching. Okay. Uh, so first up. The new Avatar film. Have you seen it? No, not yet. Way of Water? Yeah. Not yet. Uh, What did you think? I I thought it was fine. (laughs) Okay. I want to guess your number one complaint. Can I do that? (laughs) Sure. Too long. Yeah, I know what it's going to (laughs) be. No, it's fine. I'm fine with with long movies. Especially, okay, I will give it credit. If you're going to be over three hours long... It's good. They did a good job in that it wasn't all leading up to the like boss fight, essentially. I like that action movies, and I think like Marvel movies have been doing this uh, at least decently, where like you're not just like, here's the enemy, here's the good guy. We're waiting three hours for them to fight each other at the end, and that's the end of the movie. So it does a good job of like, no, they kind of like meet up in the first act, in the second act, and then in the third act. Which is good. So you're not just like, okay, come on, get get on with it. Let's let's go. Yeah. Um, it's very visually cool, which it should be because it cost a bajillion dollars to make or whatever. But all in all, I was like, it, it's fine. I I I've, it, it feels like another one that I'm I'm missing something because I feel like it's been getting good ratings from people, and like yeah, it's entertaining. It's like a big budget blockbuster, but all in all. It's another Avatar movie. I, I don't know. I mean, I think people are just trying to give James Cameron his due because he spent, what, however fucking long on this movie. So, yeah. And I'm sure it was a technical achievement to do again because the right. first one was. And it, this is still insane how they're blending CGI and real people and all that stuff. But, yeah, I, I do still want to watch it. It is, you know, yeah. an undertaking because of its length. Right. Um, it, did you watch it in theaters or is it out on on demand or something? Like it's that? on demand, yeah. Okay. All right. And I will say I did not watch it all in one sitting. <laughs> I, okay. I broke it up into chunks. How many chunks? Ooh, at least two or three. Okay. Okay. How long is it? It's over it's like, three hours. Over three hours. Okay. Yeah. It's mm. it's a doozy. Yeah. 
I don't know. Got nothing going on this weekend besides housework, so maybe maybe we can do it. It's a three hours and twelve minutes, and it currently has a seventy six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. Yeah, I think I it yeah. Would have been it's, yeah, that's, me that's too. Kind of a mixed review, actually. Huh? Jeez, it made two point three one five billion dollars in the box office. Wow. And the budget was Google says between three hundred and fifty and four hundred and sixty million. So it's still not made, small. So <laughs> that's good that it turned that big of a profit. Still made a ton wow. of money. Wild. Yeah, I'll be curious to see what the third one is like because. I feel like it's going to be the same, but just like now we're on this island of the planet and you meet this new people. Interesting. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm curious. I did like the first one, but I only saw it. I think the one time Yeah. in theaters. Yeah. You should, you should watch it. it it's entertaining enough. I, I, I think people will have a fun time, but yeah, I, okay. I don't need to see it again. I'm not going to give it a, like a rave review. It is okay. very cool looking. All right. Sweet. Uh, should I go with something I watch? Yeah. All right. So I've been watching The Mandalorian. Mm. CJ, you don't you don't watch any uh, any Star Wars. Ken, like I that, watch right? all of the Star Wars. You, wait, what? You watch Mando? Uh, not Hopefully this new season. Okay. All right. So I won't spoil anything. Yeah. But I, my general thoughts on the latest season is it is extremely hit or miss with... Oof episode to episode of what you are going to watch gotcha it's it's all fine well some episodes are weird and i don't know less impactful maybe if i'm putting it nicely yeah i don't know i mean i kind of have an idea where it's going but it's just more mando you know we got we got baby yoda we got mando and uh the gang's all there we got a couple of recurring characters that we know from other seasons but it's uh yeah let me know when you watch it I'm still a couple episodes behind, so I don't, I can't spoil everything anyway. But it's obviously required viewing. What? But before we move, go on to another one, you don't watch um, any like the animated Star Wars stuff, do you? No, but I've heard good things. I mean, we just <laughs> Meg and I just went to C2E2 the other weekend, which I don't even know if we talked about. We we just hung out last night. I don't even know if that came up, but that yeah, was, we're friends. Um, we hang cool. out. That's right. Yeah. This is the first time we've hung out in person in when did the podcast start? <laughs> yeah, five um, years ago. But anyway. So. Uh but we went to a uh reunion of Star Wars Clone Wars, uh, which ah. is like the first animated uh Star Wars thing. That one, yeah, if if you want to like really get into the expanded universe, that one is probably my favorite Star Wars thing out of anything, including the movies and including Mando. It takes it takes a while to kind of like get into it and understand like okay. the pacing of it because it's like there's like three episode arcs because like I a story and it just jumps around a lot. I um, did start watching that a year or two ago. I was like sick one day and was like, I'm just gonna pick a show to like binge mm-hmm. while I'm laying on the couch. And I started watching that one, but it was like I was like, yeah, this is okay. Like, yeah, it did feel like it. It may okay. That's good to know. Maybe it takes a bit to get going. It does. It, it takes a while for you to appreciate like the world building that it's doing, and that's okay. the coolest part. But it, yeah, it it is obviously an undertaking. There's like seven seasons plus the first movie. Like it's it's a lot, but it opens up a bunch of other roads because it's over now, and now the like sequel series is called The Bad Batch. Yeah, that's what we're watching right now, which is fine. It's not as good as Clone Wars, but at least it's all just more. It's way more focused on just. a group of people 
Gotcha. So I think I, I think I started watching that as well. Cause I was like, the Clone Wars isn't doing for me. I'm going to check out the Bad Batch. And then same thing. I was like, eh, this is okay. It's, I mean, you'll get, you know, the references for like Ahsoka, right? She's from Clone Wars. She also is in Rebels, which is definitely more aimed at children, but it's still, it's still watchable for adults. But I can tell you the Ahsoka series that's coming out is going to be heavily, basically like a sequel to the Rebels show. Question for you. Have you watched Star Wars Visions? I have. Those are just the... Are they are they even canon? I don't. I have no I'm idea. I'm not sure. It's just like um, other artists make like one-off episodes that yeah. take place within the Star Wars universe. Um, I'm not sure that they're canon, but they're fun. They're cool. They're coming out with the second season. Nice. Okay. Would you recommend that? Yeah. If if you just want to have something on, I don't know. It's it's they're they're also very hit or miss for me. They're not my favorite thing. Gotcha. I'll, I'll say that. Okay. But if, if you know like one of the artists or something or you know another anime they did or something, that might be cool to check out their episode of that. Star Wars Clone Wars, I think, is probably my biggest recommendation. Okay. Maybe or, or Rebels if you want to get ready for Ahsoka. Maybe I'll try Clone Wars again. I can give you so not I don't want to make this the whole the Clone Wars episode of the show, but really quick, that show jumps around a lot in the timeline. The way we watched Clone Wars was I looked up the like um timeline order and watch the episodes in that order they're mostly in order so it's not that big of a deal but it helps with understanding what the hell's going on because <laughs> the normal episode order is just like the comics that we read sometimes yeah they're not in chronological order and it, it gets a little confusing so let me know i i'd love to help guide you through that <laughs> if you're okay. gotcha okay uh i also keanu reeves is in the news with john wick 4 coming out and oh, yeah. for some reason in my head, I was like, you know, the movie that gets referenced a lot is Point Break, and I've never seen that. And oh, they did okay. a, a remake of it in like 2015 or something like that, or 20, 2009, so, oh. I don't know, later. Uh, the remake sucks. Don't watch it. Uh, but okay. That's, that's what I've heard. Yeah. It's bad. Even just the, the they, they have like a weird color palette. Like as soon as the movie started, I was like, why does this look like this? This is weird. Um huh. But so anyway, don't don't bother with the remake. Uh, but I watched the original. It's it's Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey came out in 1999, uh, which is like I would have loved a a sequel with them like 10 years later or like 15 years later <laughs> of like Keanu and Gary Busey. Yikes. I thought it was I thought it was good. It, it was OK. The like to, to spoil a movie that came out in 1991. It's about these like surfers that are robbing banks and. The sort of big reveal is like, oh, the friends you made trying to learn to surf were the bad guys all along. And it's like, I figured that That's out in the first twist. like 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> Just like, well, yeah, obviously it's him. <laughs> like, uh, you're not going to feature this guy unless he's like a big part of the movie. It's definitely right. Him. So that was like, it was kind of funny to then when they get to the realization, like way later in the movie to be like, oh no, it's my friend. It's like, yeah, duh. Did Keanu do that? Like, whoa. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So the, the movie opens with, uh, it's raining and you see Keanu do like a hair flip in the rain and then he just cocks a shotgun. It's like, that's your introduction. To this Absolutely, character. I'm on board. Yeah, exactly. How it's could like not get any worse. Yeah, 
super sexy young Keanu. I was like, hell yeah. Okay. This is for That's sure great. like a nineties movie. Yeah. It's a fun time. It's, it's yeah. I was like, okay. That sounds good. I, I see why that sounds like a good, like, like a, a good summer watch. I feel like now that it's really yeah. warmer weather. And I feel like it gets referenced a lot because th- this is the movie where it's, they put on president masks when they rob the banks. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel, I feel like I've seen this, but maybe a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but cool. It was a fun nice. one. And then I, and then I watched the remake and I was like, this is garbage. <laughs> yeah. I will not be watching that. Yeah. Um, don't bother. All right. I'm rewatching Secession, um, which we've done an episode on. Yeah, rewatching. Um, so Damn, I can find that. Yeah, well, the final season is airing now, uh, and Meg kind of wanted to get on board, so uh, rewatching it because it, it is that good. It's a very good show. Um, did you? I can't remember. Did you you watched it after? No, nope. you didn't. Okay. No, that's the one that got me. I hadn't watched it before the the podcast episode, and then that one got me hooked. So thank you to yeah. Olivia Cody, I think. Uh, no, Shelby. Shelby Weaver. Okay, that's right. Thank you, Shelby. That's all I got. Uh, well, then let's talk about uh, Physical 100. Let's uh, let's get physical in a second on the Over Talking Podcast. Let's get physical, physical, physical. It's a pleasure to meet all 100 participants, regardless of gender, age, and race. We have invited you all here. To seek the one with prime physicality. From now on, you must compete for survival using only your physical strength. Also, the whole survival process that will take place in here will be broadcast globally. Out of the 100 gathered here, only one will answer our quest for perfect physicality. May you survive until the very end. Physical 100. Hey, we're back on the Overtalking Podcast. Just the boys, we're talking about Physical 100, the South Korean reality challenge show, I guess. Yeah. I don't really know how to describe this. Fitness show, something, yeah. Yeah. CJ, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock for you to describe for someone who's never heard or seen Physical 100, which is probably a lot of people, what it's all about. Ready? I guess. Go. Okay. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Siri. Go. Go. Uh, So Physical 100 means there's 100 contestants, uh, but they come from all different sorts of physical backgrounds. Some are actual Olympians. Some are professional bodybuilders. Some are just like, I do CrossFit. One's a model, one's a dancer, one's a baseball player, and they try to whittle down the 100 contestants to see who is the strongest and best, most physical, fit person. And time. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, that's the whole show. It's, uh, it is kind of straightforward. Um, it's like the challenge, but if everyone was actually someone and there was no drama ever. Um, yeah. <laughs> and everyone was very supportive of each other. Yeah, they are very nice. There's a lot of, like, respect. This is the Great British Baking Show of (laughs) reality physical challenge shows. Yeah. There's this uh, older gentleman that I think he says he's in his, like, 50s or something, and he's an MMA fighter. 
and like everybody is just awestruck to be around him. And Ku Sung Hoon, he is apparently very famous. Yeah, uh, he looks famous. <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of cool. Yeah, he's very stylish. But yeah, they they eventually get certain contestants get to choose their opponent, and one guy chose him just to be able to say like. I went up against this guy, even though I'm probably going to lose because he's amazing. I want to like go against him just to have that honor. So we're, we're going to be spoiling this show. Just heads up. If you are interested in watching it, or this is already piquing your interest, maybe stop, go watch the series. It's really not that long. And then come back. Um, before we get into too much spoilers, maybe let's just talk about the ways that we watch this. I watched this subtitled. Yes. CJ, you watched this dubbed, right? Yeah. I watched this okay. dubbed because I literally would watch this while I worked out as sort of a entertainment motivation kind of thing. That's so I needed excellent. it dubbed. Yeah. Every, everyone there is a physical specimen in some shape or form. Uh, yeah. So that is awesome. I love that. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> I I just can't imagine what it would be like to watch this show dubbed. I don't know if I've ever watched a dubbed reality show before. Have you? Uh, I don't tend to watch many reality shows, so I don't okay. think so. I never I watched, watched uh, Squid Game loads. either. Oh, okay. I watched that. Did I watch that dubbed? No, we watched that with subtitles as well. I don't know why. We usually watch stuff dubbed. But yeah, I, I don't know, we watched this with subtitles. There's some interesting... Before we get to like the content, I just want to talk about the way the show is set up so that people who haven't seen it yet can stop later on in the episode. But... There's some interesting things that reoccur with the editing style of this show yes. that yeah. I think we've talked about on the podcast before, but yeah. I just want to bring it up again. And I can't imagine how they did this with the dub or if it's just the same thing, but they, every time they, cause they're doing like physical challenges, maybe one-on-one or as a team. And there's some quick moment that is of note. They'll show that moment. And normally with a reality show, maybe they'll do a quick go back five seconds and show it again. Mm-hmm. But they also go back with the audio, yeah, <laughs> and play the audio again. So you hear the like audience's reaction like four or five times in a row, and it's bizarre. Yeah, it, it was fine at first, and then it happened the entire show, and it, like a lot. And it's just I couldn't not focus on that. I don't know. Yeah, it was it was pretty obnoxious after a while. <laughs> like you can just exactly like show the replay from different camera angles. We don't need to hear the people go, oh, 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 like over. So they did, did did they dub the Oz too? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. This is why I just, I can't understand the the dubbing of a reality show. That's wild. Huh. Yeah. They looped the reaction. Like just play the audio, normal audio at a normal pace in the background or have music or something. Like you don't need to be, I don't know. That's why we, we, at least most American reality shows don't. Don't play the audio. This is a weird editing choice for sure. Yeah. I th- I say we run through some of the contestants' occupations. Okay. Yeah, that's still that's spoiler free, I feel like. That's all yeah. in the first episode. Um, so we've done Chu Sung Hoon, who is a uh, former Jukoda and MMA fighter. Who else we got? We have a national team skeleton racer. I believe that was one of the Olympians. And then we also mm-hmm. have an Olympic golden medal winning gymnast mm-hmm. the uh the skeleton racer also won gold medal 
in the 2018 Winter Olympics. Yeah, and that dude is just a, a monster. That's one of the guys that everybody, every contestant knows who he is and is like in awe of him. Don't they call yeah. him like the monster or something like that? Oh, yeah, I think so. They have like You've a seen nickname this more for recently him. than me. Yeah, it half the people here are so famous and it was it was awesome watching in the first episode everyone like fangirling over each other because they're like, "Oh, I, I, I just watched you on YouTube earlier today. Like, what's a Yo Yo Hoji Tarzan was a uh, famous YouTuber that everyone knew who Tarzan was. And yeah, that was his nickname. Yeah, um, we have formal former special forces soldiers and firefighters. We have rugby players. We have strongman slash car dealers. Yeah, I forgot that. I forgot about that guy. Yeah, he's a he's a strong man, but keeps referring to himself as like a car dealer. That's what he does. Like he just beast. does the strong man stuff on the side. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's awesome. We have uh, a dancer slash model, another national team, but bobsledder. Did we talk about the guy who um, is a mountain rescue uh, teams person? Not no, but yeah, I yeah. loved that guy. Yeah, so it's just all it's all different types of physiques, right? Like you know. That person can climb really well because he's a climber, but you know the strong man obviously is a thick boy and can lift stuff or whatever. So everyone has their different strengths and body types. And the one body type thing we didn't talk about yet was everyone in the first episode walks in and has to find their plaster-made bust of their torso. Yeah. Everyone has their own torso in a plaster bust and... If your bust is intact, you're still in the game. But if you're eliminated, you have to, in a very shameful way, take a hammer and smash your bust to pieces because you are not physical 100 enough to be in this competition. <laughs> they don't yeah. make it that bad, but it is it is interesting. Yeah, people do feel like kind of shameful about doing it or like really don't want, uh, very adverse to doing it you were talking yesterday about like some people like just lightly tap on it yeah because they don't they don't want to do the whole smashing all the way through it even though that looks way cooler yeah i would smash all the way through it same yes i would absolutely either like try to smash it or even just throw the hammer at it i think would be a lot of fun <laughs> yes yes missed opportunities maybe season two yeah you know, we'll see if, if we're invited out um <laughs> I've been I've been emailing them incessantly that we are kind of famous uh, in the South Asian uh, community, so we might be a good fit. Uh, oh, we, one of the people that we didn't even talk about was in it is a uh, American baseball player. Yeah, he is like eight feet tall, or at least seemed that way. He was he's he's big big tall guy. He spoke English actually in the show a little mm -hmm. bit. Yeah, that was a weird thing where I think they still gave him a dubbed voice, even though he was speaking English. <laughs> That's so weird. He did. He did speak in uh, Korean or South Korean or what? It's South. What's the language? Am I Korean. an idiot? It's Korean, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. He was speaking Korean because he plays for a Korean baseball team. Yeah. But he uh, would occasionally just say full sentences in English. Uh, yeah, which was interesting. Um, also, as of. As of recording, I, there hasn't been any word on if it's been renewed for season two. Okay. Um, so fingers crossed that it will be. But yeah. So yeah, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. You want to let's let's start going through like the quests 
that they right, call them, let's do aka so challenges. This, this is the part that if you have not watched it yet, I, we highly recommend you break and come back. All right, spoiler time. Quest Zero, the hanging challenge, where they're they're split into two groups of fifty because one hundreds. It's just too many. Yeah, too many. It's people. too many. Um, but no one's going to be eliminated right away. This is just to see who kind of gets an advantage in the next round. And the two groups of 50 all have to hang on to this large, like, jungle gym apparatus, basically, thing. And, yeah. and it raises off the ground, and they just have to hold on the longest. And that's that's the whole game. It's, it's very cool in that they're standing there. This, like, rafter thing uh, lowers down. They all grab it, and then the floor opens up and there's a pool of water underneath them that was so cool i loved that so that when they do fall they just land in like i don't know three feet four feet of water kind of thing yeah exactly no one's getting hurt or anything yeah Um, but it was interesting to watch the different techniques that people had for holding on i mean you don't have a lot of room above you i think because there's this weird lighting structure Mm -hmm. but i feel like it was a little bit of luck of the draw whether or not you had that immediately over you or not like, I don't know if that was a hindrance um, for Probably some people. Probably a little hot, for sure. Right, yeah. I know, like, part of it was broken during one of the challenges. Like, one of the lights went out at one point while they're shifting around. But, yeah, some people would put, like, their hang by, like, basically their shoulder, like their armpit, right? Like, yeah. That seemed to give yeah, they'd the put the leverage. bars under their armpit. And then they would hold on to their legs th- over the top of it. Yeah. And then that would, that would seem to... That seemed to be the best Those are people strategy. who seemed to last the longest, yeah. But they they went for like at least what ha- a half hour something like that. It was a Longer. long time, which like that's got to be really hard to hang on to just a bar. Oh, for, for that sure, long. yeah. I can imagine that too. Just like cutting off your blood circulation, having that like under your armpit, and like you probably lose feeling yeah. in your arm. I remember some people would like pull down one of their arms just to shake it out because it was they yeah. were like totally dead at that point. How long do you think wild. you could last hang, hanging on a bar? <laughs> I have no idea. Like, I, we don't have a chin-up bar or anything in, in our house, so I, I don't even know the last time I've done a chin-up. But just hanging? Yeah. I don't know. Probably only, like, a couple minutes, I'm guessing. I don't know. Unless I had a really good position, like they did. Maybe I could last a little longer. I don't know. How about you? Yeah, not very long. I think it's it's way harder than people think. I think, right. yeah, you're right. That, like, probably only a few minutes, if right. that. It it, it yeah. was then funny seeing like again because they they're all these they come from all these different backgrounds so some dudes are just like a tank but it's like well but you also weigh like two hundred fifty pounds so yes. that's you're gonna lose right off the bat which becomes kind of a recurring theme throughout the show is that because everyone is a very different type of physical stature yeah everyone has their their um their their like Pokemon effects right like they've got their <laughs> their strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, um, like they may be very strong and maybe they could hold on to something stationary for a long time. But if you are being supported by a heavy ass body, yeah, that's going to make it harder. Some of them breathe fire, other electrocute you. That's that's exactly right. You don't want to cross. Uh, you want to be at a uh, water type to uh, a yeah, that first type. one. That's all I'm saying. So, um, so I have the winners actually. Um, do we want to fully like get into it? Like, I don't know. I, I would just go through the quests. I don't want to spoil the right. who like wins. I think that makes the most sense. Um, so that was quest zero. So quest, that was just to give you an advantage yeah. uh, to to basically pick your partner or the person you're going to go up against mm-hmm. and the arena in the quest number two. 
or one. I'm sorry, it's one. We're we're talking about like uh, coding language here. Zero to one. Uh, quest one, which is the death math, death match challenge, uh, where two contestants go head to head to basically see can who can end after a three minute period of time with a basically a medicine ball in yeah. their possession. There's two arenas. Right, one is kind of just like a mud wrestling arena. Yep, like you know, you're just gonna be wrestling for the just ball a little in that arena. Pit of water in the middle of sand, and that's right. It. That's pretty much it. And then the other arena is more of it's it's aimed to be more of like a keep away. Uh, yeah, it's like a jungle gym. Like jungle gym. There's like hills of grass and like little tunnels you could crawl through to keep away from another person. I would say both strategies were applied in both arenas. So. Yeah. I don't know. It, <laughs> I'm sure they went in. The person who chose the um, the arena, I'm sure, went in with one idea. But you know, things kind of go out the window once you start. Yep. Just two people going for a ball. Uh, yeah. So that yeah, there's a bunch of different strategies where like some people literally wouldn't touch the ball the entire time. They they were <laughs> their strategy was I'm going to wrestle this person down and pin them so that in the last five seconds. I have an advantage. I can get up, run over, and grab the ball, and it worked for some people and not for others. That's not the that's not the strategy I would have taken. Personally. Yeah, no, I would have done the jungle know. gym, grab the ball, and tried to play keep away and just like run yeah. around. Yeah, but the disadvantage of that is if you don't get the ball within the first five seconds of running to get the ball, yeah, then yeah, you're at a severe disadvantage for the rest of the team. Uh, the term, yeah, because then we had people that yeah they're. Like the more tank guys that I keep using to describe them would yeah. just take the ball and go sit in a corner and just kind of like guard the ball and just be yeah, like, well, like, you got to get no through way, me. You're not getting past me or you're not getting out of my grip. Right. Like, don't yeah. Even try. I weigh 260 pounds. <laughs> Good luck right. trying to move me. Right. And that seemed to work somewhat for some of them, not so much others. Yeah. It, uh, it definitely... It, it depended on yeah your your physical stature once again to determine how you approach it. Now the interesting thing about this one was this section because there's still 100 people in the game. Yeah, uh, and they're eliminating half effectively, right? Because it's one on one. This took forever. Yeah, to get through. Now I don't know if they showed every single one. I don't think they did. Probably not. But it it felt too long to me as a viewer personally at least i so know that, you feel differently right yeah so this is where I, when i texted you because i knew you had already like seen all that and i was like okay this show rules i really like this <laughs> yeah, the the yeah. bar thing it was like okay that's a, a an interesting way to sort of yeah give people an advantage or a disadvantage and then when it got to this i was like oh, okay i see why ked likes this this is cool <laughs> uh i yeah and i don't think they showed everything i think i remember them just kind of quickly going through like you know, they just say, this person's the winner. Okay, next match, these two people, this person's the winner. It was definitely interesting to see the matchups of, like, certain people literally getting, like, tossed around. That monster guy we described, the, like, skeleton racer, basically yeah. was unfazed the entire time. <laughs> Anytime yeah, the person tried to, so like, cool. yeah, get, get on him or tackle him or whatever, he just took, like, one arm and threw the person off. It's like, good God. Now, something, I mean, I don't even know if this needs to be specifically called out, but there's men and women in this challenge. Yeah. And there were some times where a man chose a woman to go up against. There was a big theme of sexism, I would say, in the show. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them 
talking about like, well, you're a woman, so I'm going to win. It's like, okay, well, maybe, <laughs> maybe we don't have it, to say that. And because sometimes they lost. They, yeah, that is right. They did not always win. Um, that also came up later on in some of the other quests that are team-based where they had to yeah. choose teams. It, it's, it's hard to shy away from that just because this whole game is set up to physicality and specifically strength and like tallness too sometimes comes into play i don't know it's it's tough and it sucks that it it was unfortunately prominently displayed throughout this show yeah it's just it was the it was the comments of the contestants that got me of like yeah them just outright saying like well you're worse because you're a woman it's like well that's not true (laughs) right you don't know yeah uh, yeah, I think there's just an inherent like, uh, like macho ness that comes with these kinds of people too. That are just like, yeah, I'm sure there's a, a culture of that, right? Yeah, like the the strongman winner literally just kept saying, "Well, I'm the strongest person in Korea." It's like, well, you won a contest that is you could lift one thing that's super heavy up. Like, right? I don't know that one, that makes you the aspect, strongest. Yeah, right. Yeah. You can you can lift heavy things, but does that make you the strongest? Yeah, and also I like know. I would say, just by looking at you, you're not in great shape, even if you are strong. Like, <laughs> I don't I don't think you can re- really even walk very far. God, who was that other guy who was was you know like didn't have extra baggage or however we want to put it, but his fucking quads were oh, the God. size of my body. Yeah, he, like walking alone seemed painful, but. <laughs> In general, he was the most ripped person I have ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah. Him and his wife. They were both in the competition for a very long time. Oh, that's right. They were both insanely ripped yeah. people. His yeah, his legs were are for sure bigger than my head. Absolutely. Holy cow. All right, we gotta move on. Quest number two, the moving sand challenge. Uh, which is I I don't know if that's the best title for this challenge. Basically, People are, are now split up into teams, uh, yeah. as I alluded to before. Um, there were a bunch of team leaders that I don't... Did they vote on who the team leaders would be? I think that's what it was. Yes. Okay. And then the team leader... Oh, and then everyone lined up behind who they wanted to be on yeah. the team with as the team leader. And then the team leader basically chose out of those people who they wanted on the team. And then the rejects had to go to another team to try to see if they would be chosen for that team. And so of course the smallest person ended up with all the unfortunate rejects and had the quote unquote weakest team, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I didn't um, like this part. It felt very much like middle school gym class where people are picking teams yeah, and then people are it like, gave me anxiety. yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Let's just get to the challenge. Um, <laughs> the challenge was uh, two teams, right? They have just a pit of sand and some empty bags, and they need to fill up the bags with the sand and make their way across a bridge that is not currently assembled. They need to take the planks from the bridge and attach them. And it's a very interesting attaching process because they're like attached to two ropes, and you have to like take these Velcro straps and loop them over the rope and attach it to the underside of the plank. And build up the entire bridge so that the people can carry the sandbags across and fill up a tube a contraption. Yeah. Some, something to measure the sand with that's, that's it. So just whoever within a period of time gets the most amount of sand across this bridge that they have to build wins. Yeah. Um, this looked brutal. People just like pouring grueling. sweat. 
Yeah, they have to run up a, a, series, a long series of stairs, too, to get to the bridge yeah. to run across. And this bridge would not stay together for 90% of the teams. It would fall apart. It, people would run across it, but they don't understand that like securing the planks to the, to the rope is not very secure. So it would destroy yeah, just destroy the bridge. Yeah. Very entertaining. I liked this part probably the most out of the entire show. Really? Okay. I don't know why, but I, I do like team challenges. And I think that might be why I yeah. liked this a lot. The team challenges are fun. The next one is they literally had to move a ship, a an actual that was entertaining like, ship. too. Yeah, like a wooden ship. Use logs to like drag it across sand and up an incline. That looked also brutal. Now I, I will say that that is not the next challenge though. Oh right, there was a revival challenge. Yeah, because um, there was like a losers bracket basically, and this one was hold on to a rope. And at the other end of your rope is your bust. And hope your bust doesn't get busted. Right. Five people hold on the longest get to move on as a as the surviving team, basically. Yeah. And I think in an interest of time, we should uh, end it there for the quests and move on to what we think. R- full ratings? Ratings! My rating, hmm, for me, look, this is a 100. It's it's a wow. physical 100. It's got to be, right? Like, how can it not? This was a lot of fun. I liked it a lot. Um, I just hope they have a second season. Like, that's all I yeah. can say. It was, it was a lot of fun to watch. It was like The Challenge, which we all know is one of my favorite shows. Um, but with, with, like, brand new people in a brand new way and... Uh, except no one lives together. The only way this could be better is if everyone lived together for the entire time that they were doing this. They get, they so, do get to hang out a lot. They did hang out a lot. That was, I liked that a lot. That was some of my f- favorite moments where when they were just hanging out and they were like, hey, who can jump the highest? Yeah. Like, let's just see it just for fun. And yeah, that was a fun I don't know. That was, challenge. that was great. That was also incredible. Did not know human beings could jump that high. <laughs> I know. The cow again. That like monster higher dude. than some of the people that were yeah. there. Like just a straight up, like four foot jump. Right, just standing jump, not running. Yeah, wild. So yeah, uh, it's a one hundred for me. <laughs> wow. Uh, CJ, for me, I yeah, I really enjoyed this. Uh, I don't tend to watch too many reality shows, but this was very entertaining. It was interesting to see uh, how the teams formed and certain tactics and how they got along that like the captains of the teams really did become sort of the leaders and instructed people and came up with a game plan Uh, especially that like older mma fighter we were talking about he everyone like looked to him for guidance and stuff um yeah what did and i feel like i gave a rating when we did the mini review episode but i don't remember what it was but now, yeah, talking about it, I really enjoyed this. I think I might give this uh, an eight and a half uh, and Boo. really, really hope they make a season two. <laughs> Boo? It's got to be 100. It's got to be 100. Come on. It's, there's it's a number in the title. Uh, all right. Eight and a half. I'll take it. That's pretty good. It's really good. Yeah. If people are like reality shows, definitely check this one out. Uh, it's entertaining to see. Yeah, for sure. And apparently, yeah, if you can't do subtitles, there's a dub option. So. Yep. It's on Netflix. And you can yeah. watch it at like 1.25 times the speed if you want to kind of turn through the episodes. 
Yeah, maybe not with subtitles. That might be more yeah, difficult, no. I feel like. <laughs> with the dub version, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely check it out. Look, look, let's get the viewership up on this. Like, we need a second season, so let's get season. more eyeballs on this and get the socials working. And next week, we have returning guest Olivia Cody to discuss the movie Super Dark Times. That's right. Which you have seen before. That. I have seen it before. It, uh... The times are super dark. That's all I can say. And a little, little foreshadowing. Have never even heard of it. Okay. So I'm curious to watch. It's, it's definitely more of an indie film. Um, gotcha. I, I have a guess of what you're going to think about it. I'm going to see if it's right next week. Yeah. Yeah, write it in an envelope and we can reveal it. Like we'll seal it. <laughs> your prediction. We'll open it on air. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, oh no, they're here. It's the Overtalking Overlords. They have arrived. There are... Of course, our guests, the other worldly landlords. Are you Subork? No. No. Okay. Uh, do they know Porpo? Uh, do you know Porpo? No. They don't, they don't really seem to all know each other as, as much as they make it seem. Uh, anyway, they're here to remind me to remind you. If you like the show, please go on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and rate and review. Reviews are to help people find this podcast. Also, we spend our money in advertising. So if you like the show, please tell a friend and spread the word. We'd really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And as we always say, let's get eliminated. <laughs> Bye. This episode of the Overtalking Podcast was produced by Ken and CJ. Edited by CJ. Music by Justin Peters. Logo by Nate Richards. Check out Nate's work on Instagram at Nate Richards Designs.